All right, All right. check. One, two. How's, uh, what's up? Uh, so I have, I have this text message uh, thread uh, from a friend of ours. Yeah. Um, you coming down for a guest appearance? This is from me. Uh, he said, I would, but I'm still nursing the plague. My response, when has that ever stopped you? I said, pussy. Oh, come on. He said, he said yep. Dot, 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 cunty. Dot, I am. Dot, 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 three exclamation points. What I is, said, what does any of that mean? I have no idea. Uh, I responded, gonna talk CL. Chance, that's Champions League. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Want to rave about your boys? Com or question mark. And then another text message. Do I have, or do I have free reign? Uh, he said nothing. Uh, next thing he said was, I am hacking like a Hong Kong chicken dealer. Dot dot dot. Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! He's hacking. Free like reign. Three exclamation points. He's so hacking like a Hong Kong chicken dealer. A Hong Kong chicken dealer. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know, but it gives me free reign, motherfucker. Let's, let's, let's go. All right. Hong Kong chicken dealer, take one. Fitzgerald's in St. Paul. We are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know. You want me to be that type of dude and I want to be who you like me to but we both know I can't do nothing at all. I was pissed when that guy came up, but I'm kind of happy. No, no, it was very good. Yeah. Some good bar banter yeah, we with had the a, strangers Yeah, we had a, a conversation with a uh, Barcelona fan. I who tried to back him into a corner yeah. of supporting the Confederacy. It's hard to describe yeah. how we got there. He, he was a Barcelona fan who came over and like, there was like, wait, are you guys recording a podcast? Like, right, <laughs> right as Martin was starting to, to push the uh, record button. And Martin's like, yeah. And because we've had we've had that before. With it happens all the some time. Some weirdos people focus, and people yeah. are like, eh, it's. And he was actually a, a soccer fan, and he was actually a Barcelona fan. And so Martin tried to back him in a corner about supporting uh, the uh, Catalonian movement uh, in terms of yeah. being a Confederate movement. Yeah, and I, the I, guy was—he got, yeah, kind of. Aggressive. He got a little upset. <laughs> yeah. And we, we had to talk. We had to talk him down. Oh. <laughs> they were. They were mostly we were fucking with him. Yeah, that was perfect. We. We, I, I, I support the Catalonia uh, independent movement. So. It's, it's not the same yeah, as the not, Confederate It is definitely not the same thing. Whatever. He but. wasn't very happy about it. All right, let's let's talk about stuff. Uh, how's it going? What was your... Uh, you're about to buy a house, man. We can talk actual... You, you can't even fucking talk right now. No, we're sitting over here mm. We're sitting over here talking about the Confederacy. You're yes, uh, house, so the man. next time we record this podcast, uh, I will be the proud owner... With my wife, of course, of a house in the Hammond Midway area. So, yeah. That's what I got going on with my life, man. Amongst a yeah, shit ton of other stuff, personal and professional. Oh, really? Uh, what do you got? What do you got nothing, man. Nothing. Uh, no, I'm at that age where nothing fucking ever changes. Day to day, week to week, hour to hour. It's all the same okay. fucking spiral. You know cool. what I mean? All right. Uh, so <laughs> you just want to brush that under yeah. the rug? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll talk about my house uh, next week when we have our uh, super special guest. Which yeah, you should share. You should share pictures on the podcast. I will. I will do that. I will with especially where the addresses people can like send me. Right. Shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we have a baby loons update. So this is a new segment. Christ. In the podcast. Well, new, yeah. Called maybe, baby maybe a loons. One time segment. And Jesus. this is where we talk about. Uh, this is our uh, our prospect uh, report about the new baby loons. And new baby loons are Dave Martin's kids. Let's talk about so your kids. Can we can we prospect your kids? Are they are so oh god strikers, defenders, keepers? <laughs> what do you got? Uh, we got we got Benjamin. We got you know the other one. Yeah, yeah, the other one. The other one. So yeah, the, the smarter one. Uh, <laughs> watch your fucking mouth, son. 
so here's here's the baby loons update. They have their first. Uh, so they're both three years old. In case you didn't know what I meant by three. And uh, it's Natalie. I know that. I know your daughter's they're, name. They're, bo- they're both the same yeah. uh, age. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. And uh, so they had their first soccer, uh, I don't know what you want to call it. I, I call it a practice. Let's not call them games. They're fucking toddlers. And uh, they insisted they wanted to do it. They told me multiple times. I'm like, I don't fucking believe you. Fine. Let's do it. Fine. You told me eight times. Let's go for it. Signed them up. And immediately, as soon as they knew it was a thing, they didn't want to do it. And they complained and bitched and stuff. Like, nah, we just... We just paid like 150 bucks to put both you douchebags in this thing. We're doing it. Took them out there. There's five total kids. My two kids and three other kids. Because you don't need an 80-kid fucking session of three-year-olds. So they went out there, and it went so badly. It went so fucking poorly that it led to one of those, like, it's time to fucking rewrite the rule books moments in a household. We went to their school the next day and we sat down and talked with their teachers and we said, we're working on this shit. They need to get, they need to learn how to cope in social situations. They need to learn to learn how to be around strangers and in different situations. And it's one thing to be shy or it's one thing to be like, I don't like Thocker, but it's another thing to shut down entirely. And that's what they fucking do. They do it all the time. One of the best and worst things I can think of is every year they have a spring recital. Um, And if you've ever seen toddlers do a recital and sing songs with choreography, it's the cutest goddamn thing you'll ever see in the world. Your kids involved, no kids involved that you know, it doesn't matter, it's amazing. And they go up there, and as soon as the first note is struck, Benjamin starts sobbing. Just sobbing, 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 (laughs) in in front of like 100 people. Okay. And I feel partially bad for him, and the other part of me is pissed because I'm embarrassed, and then they start in with the choreography. They were doing head, shoulders, knees, and toes. And they were doing the choreography with it. And Benjamin, and God bless him, he wanted to not suck. He's crying as loud as I've ever heard a cr- kid cry. And he's doing the choreography. He's like, <laughs> and he does it the whole song. And I'm laughing my fucking ass off. Because it is so funny to watch a kid in utter despair doing a dance. So... so <laughs> And that's how soccer went. <laughs> okay. It was goddamn depressing. So we went home. We said, no, no more of this, no more of that. We're going to start doing this. You're going to need to do that. And we came up with a plan. That's how bad it was. We went to home and came up with a plan. Be less embarrassing to you? And it's to, not just uh, about me. Life? There's going to be a point, and they no, probably c- cross that point, where they need to adapt and learn how to live in social situations that are uncomfortable to them. It's okay for them to not like them. I don't like every fucking social situation. I don't like being here with you right now. That's fair. I, I, l- I don't like being with, with you me either. I don't fucking yeah. shut down. Yeah. I'm not crying right now. So I, it, it was that bad. And we're going back next week. And if it happens <laughs> again, they're going to fucking feel it. <laughs> All right, so that's your, that's the baby that's loons, baby loons update. prospect update. I, I will I will say I will say I will say Martin that um, that that doesn't surprise you at all knowing it my does kids. does not surprise me at all knowing your kids. Uh, does not surprise me knowing at all knowing you and your wife. Um, I love you both. I love your children. I think your children are amazing. Um, however, uh, I under I completely get that because so I'm the oldest of my of my siblings, and I would. Uh, Obviously, a very extroverted, outgoing person. I've never had an issue with any of that shit. But I remember, like, when I was in, uh, when I was going to Catholic grade school, which is where my parents sent me for some god awful reason. Uh, look at you now. Yeah, look at me now. Uh, fucking shit. Uh, but they sent me there, and there was, uh, there was video. There's literally, like, my dad has like a, a video of me singing. At the Christmas, the Christmas concert, as you as you mentioned, right? Like, like big concert with everybody singing, except nobody's singing, but for me. Like everybody's uh, like yeah. mouthing the words. I'm the only one singing, and you can Just hear me on this video. It, right? And I have a terrible. You you guys listen to my voice every goddamn week. It's fucking terrible. It I was singing this, and this hasn't really changed. It's not gotten much. better. It got a little deeper as I got older, but, but not it's better. Pretty much about it. Yeah, it's not gotten better, and it was not good at the time when I was singing. But I was the only one. Belting my fucking ass, like belting, yeah. singing my to the my rafters, ass off. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, this is and, yeah. God, and sister, God's gonna hear this one. I'm getting into heaven. Yeah, and my well, that, that was not my that was not my <laughs> uh, mission at all. My sister also very uh, shy and also was like one of those people like didn't like did not want to sing at all. But like there I am, like singing and dancing, going to town, 
And yeah, so I, I, I understand where your kids are coming from. Because there were other kids there. Yeah. But see, the other kids just weren't singing. Yeah. My kids are laying on the ground like they've been <laughs> shot in the knee. They're fucking rolling around like Dom Dwyer up there. Actually, <laughs> you know, that may be it. My kids may be on the path to fucking soccer greatness. Soccer because, stardom. Because, hey, look, here are two people who cry and shout and scream, and there's clearly no fucking reason for it. They, they're they ready to play for sporting. Yeah, right on. They're sporting Kansas sporting, City. Sporting We'll KC. drop the names. Yeah. yeah. Got everything it takes. All right. So we let's to talk about stuff. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about some stuff. Um, we're going to lead off the... We don't normally lead this off with like the things that are happening very soon, but we are announcing some shit. Yeah. Uh, so, Dave's I Know podcast. We actually we have some couple cool, cool things to announce. I think so, yeah. Um, next week... We're going to have a podcast with the one, the only, the Brucio, uh, Bruce McGuire, uh, Minnesota United uh, Dark Cloud legend, the guy who's been around since the beginning. He literally helped start the Dark Clouds. He's not the originator. Uh, he keeps telling me that, I, so I'm not going to... I'm not going to keep. I'm not going to keep calling him that. But he, he's been around since the beginning of the Dark Clouds. He has. He was the one who distributed the Dark Cloud pins. I have one. Um, yep. He he gave like a replica pin of that that he gave me at the uh, Dark Clouds auction. Yep. He he was the one who won our the the bid for our to join us podcast, on this podcast uh, yeah. experience, uh, which you guys clearly all he's never listened to the podcast. <laughs> no, absolutely, he's in for a shock. he absolutely has not listened to this. He podcast probably thinks it was so. like uh, the old Denord podcast, like oh, it's just two new guys doing. No, yeah, that's yeah, not probably, what this probably, is. Yeah, probably not. Um, so. If you want to listen to Bruce McGuire, he's going to be on next week, and, and it's going and to be part of an episode that is it's the Minnesota United recap for the season. Very specific Minnesota United. Like we're gonna we're gonna break all this shit down, so we, we will have no games to talk about really. We'll like re- like very briefly recap the uh, second leg of the semifinals. Yep. But then we have like forty minutes to just fucking talk about Minnesota United, what we should yep. do, what we should not do. And I, I, I guarantee you guys, if you don't like you don't follow Bruce on Twitter, you probably should. He definitely has some very specific ideas about how we should fix this team. I know both Martin and I have some very specific ideas about how we should fix this team. That should be a very fun podcast. So that's on the uh, on the horizon. That's next week. But the week after that, you guys should put it in your calendars. Uh, if you're a listener to this podcast uh, and you are able to come to St. Paul, yep. you should come to Fitzgerald's on the 15th because uh, we are going to do a – uh, end of the year, Dave's I know, uh, podcast extravaganza, spectacular uh, rap party, party. Yeah. yeah, we're not rap party like a wrapping up the year, not like a fucking dropping the beats party. No, we're just, we want to get all the people who like either contribute to our our podcast or are you dum dums who listen to our podcast and want to yeah. come want to come hang out with us uh, uh, at Fitzgerald's. Uh, we will we will record in the Fitzgerald's uh, arena. Well, maybe we'll like open it up for some questions and stuff. Um, unfortunately, they don't have like a really good AV system, so it's gonna be like you coming up and talking to us, and then into our one of our two mics, and then we answer the questions and all that. But it's a super awesome opportunity to come hang out with us and uh, hang out with the Dave's I, the Dave's you know, Dave's yep. I know, as well as the writers for our website. Yeah. It's kind of a celebratory yeah. end of the year thing. So seven o'clock. Uh, Wednesday the 15th at Fitzgerald's, at Fitzgerald's yep. big party put it on your calendar we'll make sure to share it on the socials and on the Facebooks yeah. and stuff like that you're, you're responsible for your own booze and, and food yeah, but you know what it's going to be totally worth it $2 hams yep. we'll also be awarding and the uh, $50 target allocation money yeah. uh, to the winner of the fan MLS Fantasy League this year um, I don't think and we need to say who wins it and who knows I, I may or may not buy a round of uh, hams for people so. Yeah, round of hams for twenty people, <laughs> four dollars. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. So, all right. So those are the big, uh, the big news and the big updates. Um, so, let's jump in to the rest of the podcast. Yeah, rest of the podcast is going to be poor, poor. It's yeah. a very, very good description. Um, yeah. The what the hell just happened part? We're just going to go through all the uh, games that happened while we were on hiatus. Yep. Let's or in, talk uh, in, in MLS between, playoffs. In between uh, us recording at on Monday of last week and then today. So, yep. uh, Vancouver Whitecaps beat San Jose Earthquakes five nothing. Um, this is basically what we expected because the Quakes are not good at preventing goals. The Quakes aren't good at a lot of things. Um, 
Vancouver uh, is one of those teams when they need all their stars to align to do really well. But when that happens, Jordi Reyna, Christian Deschera, uh obviously uh, Freddie Montero, all those dudes are firing on all cylinders. They're lethal, especially against a shitty team like the Quakes. So yeah. good on Vancouver moving on. All right, these are all the playing games, by the way, obviously. Yeah, uh, Houston Dynamo uh, beat Sporting Kansas City 1-0. Um, good fucking God, was this game boring? Yep. Like every single fucking Sporting Kansas City game. You yep. have anything else to add to that? Uh, just that uh, Houston won at home and Sporting lost on the road. The yep. sun sets in the west. That's Not much else to say. Pretty cool. Um, Chicago Fire uh, beat, or sorry, lost to the Red Bulls 4 nothing. At home, did you watch this game? I, I I saw the like the replay of this game. It was all it was all nasty. It was bad. I think good on oh. the Red Bulls. Holy shit! I mean, the fire were obviously like they had some injuries and stuff, so it wasn't like completely obscene. But like I told you at the beginning of the, at the last podcast, I was like, Red Bulls might be a team to look out for because they're actually playing really well going into the playoffs, and they right, and beat the playoffs. shit. Sorry, they yeah. beat the fucking shit out of uh, Chicago Fire. Yeah, I, I was surprised. You know, I, I would stop short of saying that the Chicago Fire were playing with house money because they, you know, had such a few poor seasons, and now they're finally turning it around. They wanted to do something in the playoffs. They didn't. They didn't pay like uh, Bastian Schweinsteiger money to to perform this poorly in this round of the playoffs. So, and I think they probably should have done better. Um, but holy cow, when you get Sasha Kleschen going, uh, I specifically, I was amazed actually by their left, uh, New York Red Bulls uh, left back, uh, I almost called him Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. It's not Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> Kamar Lawrence. Um, he was great defending, getting forward, and getting back. Uh, great supplying ball, uh, the ball out from left. Uh, Minnesota United, find a way, buy the fucking guy. Nice. Uh, Columbus Crew beat the Atlanta Uniteds on penalties. Uh, Game in 0-0, obviously. Um, the Columbus crew, I think we talked about this on the last podcast, too. Like, They have been actually one of the best teams outside of, Tron- outside of Toronto uh, and, and the Red Bulls, actually, to be fair, um, going into the playoffs. like They've been the, one of the hottest teams. Right down the stretch. And it yeah. certainly didn't help that their fucking owner is a fucking asshole. And... Yeah. So little, little they went in. They bit. went into Atlanta United, and they held out for 120 fucking minutes and won on PKs. And I'm, I'm sure, honestly, I'm, I'm definitely sure that the fact that Atlanta United had to play like eight games in like, you know, 25 days certainly did not help them. Oh yeah, absolutely. They, e- but even still, like beating like a, uh, a MLS playoff record in terms of attendance uh, for a you know not a championship game. It still didn't help them, and you know, good on the Columbus Crew for beating beat Atlanta United at home. Like, they're the only other team. You know what? The only team who's actually beaten Atlanta United during regulation uh, no. at home is Minnesota United. So that's right. Columbus any, Crew can have that that second generation. Yeah, of that, the silver so. medal. Yeah. Yeah. Any any Minnesota United fans who watched this game and didn't feel some enjoyable shot and for it are fucking lying to themselves. But I want to be clear about something. This this, this went no, up. it is a very, this is a good game. Yeah. 120 minutes of scoreless soccer. I've watched that, and it's been crushingly, painfully boring. And that's what people hate to think about. So, you know, people who don't watch soccer. Oh yeah, you like zero-zero draws, huh? This game was a fucking thriller, as far as zero-zero games go. Over 40 shots taken, many on net, still no goals, end-to-end stuff. There was drama. Each team had storylines going behind it, and then you finally you get to penalties. And I know. People complain about penalties and the lottery of penalties and stuff like that. And you open up with uh, Higuain and a, a Penenka. Very first kick Penenka. Just big silver nuts dragging on the field. Holy shit, that was a moment. Yeah. <laughs> on yeah. the road in front of 70,000 uh, opponents' fans. And he got it. God damn. And he got it. What a fun moment. <laughs> All right, good for Columbus. All right, so that wraps up the uh, the, the play-in rounds, basically. Uh, let's talk about the... Uh, Conference yeah, semifinals first legs. So we'll talk about the MLS playoffs here in a little bit. Uh, basically, the MLS playoffs blow shit. So they play two legs. They play a first leg uh, at the lower seed, and then they play a uh, second leg at the higher seed. 
Away goals wins. <sighs> away goals breaker. wins is is part of the tiebreaking. Yeah, it's fucking it fucking blows. Well, All right. I mean, that, that bit is traditional throughout yeah. soccer in knockout rounds. Exactly, exactly. So that, let's, that's let's, fine. Let's just let's just dive into these. Yeah. Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps zero. Seattle Sounders zero. This is the opposite uh, of the zero zero yeah, game in this uh, game. Atlanta. Fucking blue. Not good. Period. Well, I c- periods after each of those individual uh, words. Yes, thank so. you for thank you for giving us the yeah. uh, spelling and all that yep. stuff. No, I just want to make sure everybody knows. Yeah, we're, we're going this game fucking blue. So we're gonna talk about the MLS playoff format here in a little bit, and we're gonna talk about ways it could be improved and our thoughts about it. But for this particular game, I want to put it briefly. Um, Vancouver who during the regular season owned only just better than 40% of possession on average, is actually a record, uh, were incentivized by the away goals rule to sit and bunker and play for a 0-0 draw at home because away goals hurts you. So prevent the away goals and you've got a leg up. For a team that doesn't like to get out in front of the ball and play on the front foot anyways, what the fuck do you expect? 0-0 draw. Uh, Of course, Seattle was without Deuce and he's a primary playmaker for them. So this game was exactly what you would expect it to be all things considered and that's unfortunate yeah it's terrible um new york red bulls uh so this was actually when the the season ended actually i was a little bit worried about the red bulls potentially drawing with toronto fc because toronto fc and the red bulls have not had a great history and red bulls have actually kind of been the uh the death of toronto fc uh, previously, in terms of knocking them out and stuff. So, um, Toronto FC went into uh, New Jersey and beat the New York Red Bulls 2-1. to one. So, good on them. Uh, Juvanko, Juvinko, sorry, Juvanko, Juvinko. That's a good name. Yeah, had one hell of a free kick for the winner yep. uh, and their second away goal, which is going to be huge for them. Um, Josie and Bradley got really upset that they got booed. Uh by people in New York, and I'm like, "Fuck those guys!" They're like, "You're fucking professionals." Like, yeah. they're maybe they're booing you for your U.S. men's national team failures. Cool, fuck, s- fucking suck it up and do it. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're booing you because you're on the other fucking team. Suck it up. Why are you bitching to the fucking media about being booed? Yeah. Seriously, and they, and are you are you pansy ass motherfuckers? Or are well, and, you and that's fucking it, soccer that's players? That's what it was. It was it was um, they were complaining about simply being booed. It wasn't like there was uh, harassment. There wasn't uh, like sexually or like uh, you know racially motivated kind of like chants and stuff like that. It was just like sarcastic clapping. That and makes it even worse. Yeah, there's n- nothing Ugh. that they need to get bent out of shape about. Fuck those motherfucking bitches. All right, yeah. You're f- you forget, David, that people in public can hear you talking. I don't really care. All right. Um, so there's not much else to say about it. It wasn't no. a bad game. Toronto no. won. They went on the road. Good for them. It was a great game. You know, but All right. yeah, that complaining is pretty <laughs> bad. Let's talk about the best game of uh, the, s- the second round of playoffs. Columbus Crew uh, 4, NYCFC <laughs> 1. I didn't see I that s- coming at all. Yeah, no, I did not either. Um uh, Part of me is really happy for all the crew fans. Oh, yeah. Because this is fucking amazing, and you're probably going to get a uh, uh, conference final leg. But then part of me is like, oh, fuck. Anthony Precourt's going to get more money in a conference final leg from all the fans who are going to show up to support the Columbus Crew team. Um yeah, you've. I, I know you're a baseball so, fan. You've seen the movie Major League from like back in the '80s, right? Oh yeah, no. Like the yeah. the pre- the premise of that film for people who are younger than us, uh, is pretty much that a, 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 a rich old bitch buys the Cleveland Indians and uh, tries mm. to stock them with a team full of shitty enough players that she, she gets to move them. Fr- she she gets the team from her husband who died. I forgot that bit. Move them You're to Miami. You're fucking ruining my flow because that's totally no, 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 pointless. That's that's yeah, no, doesn't he, matter. They, they try to st- st- stock the team full of shitty enough players that they can perform poorly enough that they can leverage a move to another city that'll be more profitable. Yes, sir. To Miami. And so I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about. Thank you, Miami. Yes, you fucking moron. And so I'm thinking about pre-court, and it's like, how much does pre-court actually kind of want them to fail right now? Because it would make it simply that much easier. To, to move them instead of having a whole bunch of fucking hometown hero kind so of things going on. I think the point the point with the pre and we'll, we can, we'll jump into pre a little bit later, but I think he, it was, he announced that just 
late enough where they didn't have any more home games so that he wouldn't have to deal with the team's fans rallying around the team and rallying them to a goddamn MLS championship. Little did because, he know. Because he was like, well, because at the time when he announced it, the crew were sitting in fifth, and uh, they actually didn't move up after the after he announced it because they, they played decision day. They could have jumped up into even second on decision day, happen, but they yeah. drew with uh, New York City. Everything else that happened, the draws and stuff, kept them in fifth. They went into Atlanta, won. So they got – so I don't think he was expecting any home games. So they got a home game, four to one. That's, you know, like – Again, no, nothing nothing games. is guaranteed. I mean, obviously, New York City could yep. come, could like put four on them, if, like four nothing. It's NYCFC is can score some goals, so yep. we're not we're not presuming anything. But if they win that game, then he gets another home game, <laughs> and it's really fucking crazy. It's great drama to watch. It's really fucking crazy, and so I, I think he 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 put that out when he did because. I don't think he thought that they would actually win a game. Well, hence my major league reference. So, that sense. Yeah. So, so good on the crew. Let's, uh, yeah. let's wrap it up with uh, Houston and the Portland Timbers. Uh, Guess what the score was? 0-0. Zero, zero God, I love playoffs. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, this is actually a surprising one to me because I, I figured either Houston or Portland would score because both these teams like to score Houston – Particularly at home and Portland everywhere because they concede goals all the time. The problem is now that uh, Portland uh, lost both. Well, Diego Chara uh, broke a bone in his foot, so he's probably out. He's definitely out. He's probably done. Yeah. The rest of the playoffs. Uh, Darrington Abbey went out as well uh, with an injury. Uh, Fernando Adi has been out for a while. Fernando Adi's been out for a while. they lost. Uh, I can't remember who the other person was, but they they lost three people. They all three of the changes for Portland in this game were due to injury. Yep. So that's not great. Timbers also though have a lot of depth, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, the the return leg is going to yeah. be played in Portland. I think that'll actually yeah. be a good game. Portland is a team that does really well at home. Now Houston doesn't necessarily do that well on the road. No. What I will say is Portland scores a lot of goals. They play on the front foot at home. Houston is a counterattacking team by nature. They just beat the hell out of you on the counterattack. Um, so if Portland is at home playing on the front foot, they could leave themselves exposed behind too. I expect a much, much more open affair in the second leg, a lot of end-to-end stuff. Don't sleep on this game. If you're not busy, I think it's appointment watching. It's going to be good. Yeah. Agreed. 100%. Right. Cool. That was the uh, both the, the first legs of the real stuff and the play-in round. We'll talk more about that fucked up uh, playoff. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, infrastructure here momentarily, but do we have some United news to talk about before we get there? Nope. Not really. It's been quiet. Uh, um, quiet I, I heard there's rumors that Chris, uh, Christian Ramirez is being called in for the Portland – or, sorry, the Portugal game in November. It sounded like he was part of a very preliminary yeah, roster. Yeah, pre- very preliminary roster. So there's that. I mean, that's like the rumor, basically. But that's that's pretty much it. I, yeah. uh, well, the other the o- the only other United news is that Abu Dhabi is on the shortlist for Rookie of the Year. That he's going to lose to Julian Gressel because he should lose that to Julian Gressel. He, he should. Yeah. Yeah. Because Julian he, Gressel he had a good year. He had a good rookie better year. player than. Abu Dunlady was. Yep. Uh, Abu Dunlady had a good year. No, he contributed exactly. out of the gate. Yeah. Awesome for him, but he's he's not Julian Gressel. No. Uh, dude deserves the award. Yep. Easy. Well, then let's uh, let's not uh, fucking dilly and da- dither. What do you say, dilly dither? <laughs> dilly. What's the expression? Sally dilly or dither. Dilly or dither. I don't fucking I don't know. know what it is. Yeah. We're not that old. We're old enough All to right. know the plot to Major League, and not right. old enough to know that expression. <laughs> Let's hey, talk let's, about the uh, MLS playoffs. Hey, let, so this is uh, this is a section we're gonna call "Let's fix some, sh- fix some shit." Let's fix some shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where we were gonna do uh, at least for the next couple weeks, we're gonna like do a couple different like uh, topics or whatever, you know. Um, so one of the topics that we're gonna do this week is uh, MLS playoffs. So let's fix these fuckers. So obviously, Martin, you know MLS playoffs are fucking dumb. 
Let's 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 start by recap. We'll we'll set it up sort of problem solution style here. Yeah. Let's recap. What are the problems, the challenges, the difficulties with the current structure? Well, Can you walk us through them? We don't have to them? do it that much. Basically, good teams are not rewarded properly. So you play 34 games, the best teams are not rewarded properly. Um, uh, and then the FIFA window and the fact that these playoffs are so fucking long is just bonkers to me. They so. did take a long time now. By the FIFA window for, for the uninitiated, uh, uh, MLS playoffs take a break to allow for the international break that is typically taken for uh, international games. So there is actually like a two-week lull in the playoffs where there are no games coming, yeah. and then you come back to the playoffs. So that's yep. just a weird – it kills momentum and excitement for it. It's weird generally. Uh, so anyway, so um, you, we, we included Grant Wall's proposal. Grant Wall apparently was feeling some of the same things that we felt at the same time. He included a proposal that he thought would fix it. Let's outline what that proposal was. Basically, there is – there. If you want to keep it so that as many teams have home games as possible, which is obviously going to be in the MLS owner's favor, right? So you're going to have 12 teams that will make the playoffs. You have, you're mm -hmm. still you have your four play like play-in games, right, where yep. it's one-off games. And then once you get into the playoff games, you will have eight teams in each conference. Sorry, four teams in each conference. Uh, and each of those teams will play in a group stage, essentially, with the higher seed hosting the match. So basically, like, if you are the one seed in the playoffs, you will host three games yep. throughout the entire playoffs. So you will never be on the road for the at least the conference portion of, uh, of your playoffs. Um, the top two of the basically the group stage, which everybody who watches World Cup soccer understands group stages. So the top two yep. of the group stage go and play a conference final at the highest the higher seed. I would actually argue that it should be whoever the group winner is, right? So if okay. if, if the if the number two uh, uh, seed or the three seed or the four seed for that matter, like goes and wins two games on the road. And gets a draw against the top seed, and they're they're the number one seed in the group. I think that should they should host the conference final. Well, I think I think his goal in in, in allowing the seeding to stay is that you still reward the long haul of the regular season. Yeah, more. So so, I this this goes into like how we would fix these things. I right, would actually right. I would argue that whoever is the whoever's the highest seed, like through the group stage, like removing all of the previous season like you you are seated based on how you play in your in your group through the season and then you're reseated based reseated on how you do your group, group stuff um basically whether or not you do that basically the, the top two of the group stage plays and then the winners play and then you do all this actually the the great thing about grant's proposal that this all can happen and he laid it out in a, in a really awesome uh uh web post is that you're gonna do this all the, all this after the group stage. So you you start playoffs basically after the FIFA window. After the mean? FIFA window ends, so you can you do you do potentially if you want and if you want to do so if you want to keep the 12 teams in the playoffs, you do that right before right before the FIFA window, and then when the FIFA window opens again or closes. Then you start and then the, playoffs the playoffs, and you can do all the playoffs in the same amount of time that we have until the uh, MLS Cup in 2017. And he lays it all out very well. And I, I, I agree with him on a lot of things. I have some, some things I would tweak, but yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I thought I thought it was a good proposal. I think the biggest thing is avoiding the FIFA uh, um, international window. So so that was key. Now I hear a lot of like commentary from. People that I find naive. So first of all, the people who want to get rid of the playoffs, I get the arguments there. Like from a purely uh, competitive standpoint, it's I great don't. to reward the guys. long term of the regular season versus the very short sample size of the playoffs. Yes, that is true. But from a, in, in the American sports landscape, people expect it. And that's not geared just toward you and I. We're going to watch soccer. And whatever they throw at us at the end, 
we're probably not going to stop. But if it's if you are a prospective fan and you're used to thinking about your sports in a certain way and you find out, oh, yeah, there's no playoffs. In fact, the last five games of the season could be all fucking meaningless because the winner is pretty much determined, which would have been the case with Toronto. Toronto wrapped it up real early with the Shield this year. Um, that would be a turnoff to you for to many people as a sort of on-the-fence fan who doesn't know much about it. So MLS has the responsibility to keep those potential fans in mind, not just the Euro snobs who are used to doing it one way uh, that it's done somewhere else. So I no, 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 no. So I fundamentally disagree with that argument because fuck, the Euro snobs are not watching MLS because they do not give two shits about MLS. The reason we are keeping playoffs in MLS is because this is what Americans value in terms of their soccer. The fucking Euro snobs are not watching MLS. They're, they literally do not care. They do not give two shits about MLS. The people who are pretending to be uh, American soccer fans who are arguing for the pro-rel shit are fucking douchebags and assholes who are just Euro snobs who are like, Oh, I don't want to deal with playoffs because playoffs. Because it's not the way playoffs. it's done, right? It's not the way it's yeah. not in, done in fucking England. Fuck yeah, whenever, those assholes. Whenever Fuck I those assholes. Dave Martin. Fuck those assholes. Like, I don't necessarily like, think that... Like, playoffs are clearly not the best way to determine who is the best team overall. No, no, I've never not. argued that. Like, no one even could. <laughs> in baseball, like, listen, I my favorite baseball team of all time... Minnesota Twins have won two World Series championships. Can, you know who the best teams, uh, uh, like the best baseball team was when my two teams won the World Series championships? They were not the Minnesota right, fucking Twins. Sure. They were the Detroit Tigers, and they were the Toronto Blue Jays, actually, as a matter of fact. They weren't the best teams. But that's 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 the beauty of, of American Soccer and yep. listen, and American sports generally, and we have to we have to embrace that. And you can't fucking make bullshit arguments about we're whatever fucking the game up because we're not because it's it's our fucking game now, right? Yeah, there's not you, to to think that there's an inherently perfectly right, pure objective thing is is kind of a weird thing to believe. Um, I also think when I hear folks make those arguments, I think they're courting a very different audience than MLS as a business exactly. needs to think about. They're thinking about, well, if you want American soccer to succeed, Old you, have to dudes court, like us. you have to court soccer fans who aren't MLS fans. Yeah. When in truth, you're not trying to court soccer fans who aren't MLS fans. You're trying to court people who maybe don't follow sports or who are following NFL and are looking for something to do on Saturday instead of Sunday. That's a much more realistic market for I, them to capture than than the folks who only watch Europe I right don't, now. I don't even think that is... I don't even. I don't even know. It's just. It's so frustrating to me to, to like. When I hear people like, I have friends of mine who are like super Euro snobs who bitch about MLS playoffs, and then I have friends of mine who also, you know, who are you know MLS fans, but also have a, a, a you know, European team, an English team, or a German team, or a Spanish team, or whatever, who also bitch about playoffs, and they're bitching about the. Same thing, but differently. Mm-hmm. And I just, and I keep telling them, I was like, "Well, you, you all have playoffs for getting up into the first division, yeah, yep. right? Yep. There's, and there's and, and they, playoffs they, they, for they, they say yep. they say no. It's not the same thing. Not the same thing. I was like, how the fuck is that not the same thing? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the same thing. That it's not the championship, it, but it is in the championship, and it's." getting your ass up into a better division so it just well, it blows my mind what I, is a no. what is a cup tournament what is a domestic cup other than just a playoffs that happens to take nine months and happens during the season no I, I get that they don't put the same weight behind that cup win as they do winning the league and maybe that's just it but you know you can opt in your heart to choose yeah. that the MLS playoffs don't mean as much to you personally as the Shield does. There are many people that feel that way. Yeah. Uh, the Shield is rewarded with a with a Champions League spot and all this kind of stuff. So, no, I I think we've covered it. I, th- I yeah. think we covered some of the biggest challenges and some some potential ways to get around it and some of the uh, red herrings that I think people talk about that maybe yeah. aren't the problem. Um, also, fuck MLS and not being on the FIFA calendar and all that. A lot, lot that comes complicated sure. with that, too. All but right. there, there are easier solutions than just throwing your hands up in the air and saying, well, let's just introduce chaos. Yeah. So, all right. We got some other stuff. Uh, 
the Columbus Crew, fuckaroo. Managed to sneak a rhyme in there on me. This is my, yeah, this is my fun one. Very nice. Uh, fucking Anthony Precourt. Yeah. What a goddamn fucking douchebag. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I wanted to open this up, and I, I wanted to... Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about it, and not just simply to say "fuck Anthony Precourt." That's the simplest thing to say, and it's not very interesting listening. No, so what I what I want to do is is ask some more philosophical questions. Can play a little bit of devil's advocate here. Um, so, um, let me let me just start at one point. I could start anywhere. Let me start with this point. One of the challenges in NASL historically has been finding that good ownership. Uh, that's willing to put the money in, that's willing to take a little bit of a loss and invest for the long term. It's, it's hard to find good owners. Absolutely. And one of NASL's uh, complaints really has been, well, if we have no opportunity to become D1, it's impossible for your investment as an owner to ever really truly grow. And if you have no hope of ever truly growing, why the hell would you invest? Other than just as a, a like a luxury to have, you know, I own a sports team, yay, you know, um, and so th- there's a complicated point there, and it's fair. But here's my point: if we want to reward owners, then by saying we want your investment and we want you to be able to recoup on that investment because we want the very best owners, then in theory, is allowing a team to relocate, which is what Anthony Precourt wants to do necessary in order to attract the best if he finds that he can make a better investment make a better bang for his buck don't we want owners who are the best owners who are going to be incentivized by that no 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 so i disregard your question because ultimately this question is false and it's false because of the mls structure and the way the mls is is operated as an entity that is wholly owned by one entity versus versus MLB or NFL or the NHL where you know, you eat like you genuinely own there's team. there's obviously like obviously in the most you generally own a franchise but it's ultimately how money flows through things is mm-hmm. ultimately through the MLS so the common joke is that teams are just brands I yeah within MLS and and so yeah so ultimately I reject your premise of that question Okay, um, so so that's and I'll, but I would also say like fuck Anthony Precourt. Thank you. Um, in a is, let me let me ask another question then in a in a world like sports where really it it, it is it is truly a business and also the players the personnel the staff the coaches all of that stuff is very ephemeral. Um, Jerry Seinfeld had an old joke like way back in the '80s that said. I don't know why any of us root for sports teams. It's basically the laundry. The people are always changing. None of them are from your hometown. There's no, Everything is arbitrary. It's just a brand. The only thing that stays consistent is the laundry. And so you're just rooting for your laundry to beat the other guy's laundry. So in a, in a, in a sense, with, with that, are we not all sort of overreacting to the entire sense of this? I mean, that crew fans believe it is it is their team, their owner, their players. The players are not from there. Their owner is not from there. Um, is there really the same significance that we tend to tell ourselves there, that this is our team, our city, or is that something that we tell ourselves to uh, make our fandom significant? Well, I mean, ultimately, like the fans put in the blood, sweat, and tears. It's not the uh, people in the suits on the team who put in the blood, sweat, and tears. They put in the money. But you know, the fans put in the blood, sweat, and tears. So yes, I think ultimately. They own own the team. Um, also, fuck Anthony Precourt. Um, it was a good talk about the crew, and you had some really good answers too about the about the crew thing. I was trying to be provocative on that. Um, oh. We feel for the Columbus Crew fans because because like you said, they're the ones that have really put their uh, blood, sweat, and tears into this. Precourt has simply put his dollars, and so, so yeah, we listen, do feel like, for them. Like Maffrey, like Maffrey is not a great stadium anymore i mean it it hosted a shit ton of really like important u.s mexico games yeah Uh, a lot of you know a lot of uh qualifier games and it was the very first uh uh soccer specific stadium in the united states which is very important so yeah i mean fuck anthony precourt (laughs) that's a good way to wrap it up let's wrap it up there let's uh let's breeze through champions league recaps and then we'll uh we'll get into our fun stuff to end it up all right let's do it yeah 
Uh, so Champions League, uh, Group A, United is top of the group with 12 points. They're basically qualified for the next round, but not exactly because they have still have to play Basel and uh, CSK Moscow, who both have six points. Right, but they're Benfica. They're there. Benfica has zero points, which is that's a surprise. Kind of surprising, yeah. Yep. Agreed. Um, PSG and Bayern Munich are both to the knockout round. PSG has twelve points, obviously, because they are amazing. Munich yep. has nine points. Uh, Celtic is on three points. Anderlecht is on zero points. That's how we expected the round that to was, go. So that was a tough group, though. So, yep. uh, Group C, Roma has eight points after knocking off Chelsea three to nothing. Right on Holy Tuesday. Shit. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. Um, Chelsea's on seven points. On uh, Atletico Madrid, is on three points. Carbog on two points. Carbog. I didn't uh, expect him to get two points. You know who the two points they got against were both against Atletico. One's at home and one at, on the road. That's why they play the games. So, yeah. Uh, group D, Barcelona is on 10 points. Juventus is on 7 points. Sporting CP is on 4 points. Olympiacos is on 1 points. Olympiacos got that point uh, on Tuesday against Barcelona. That's why they play In the games. Barcelona. Won't make, won't make a difference, but uh, it always feels good when uh, you can pull it off. You never know. Um, <laughs> group E, uh, Liverpool is on 8 points. With the win today, uh, Sevilla beat uh, Spartak Moscow. So they're on seven points. Uh, Spartak Moscow beat Sevilla last match day, like five to one. It was kind of bonkers. Yeah. And so, yeah, so Sevilla's on seven points. Spartak Moscow's on five points. Maribor is on one point. Oh, Maribor. Um, Maribor yeah. sounds like a cigarette. It does. You know, do you know what team has the most goals scored in Champions League right now? Liverpool? Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, must mean they're the best. <laughs> that does not mean that they're <laughs> the best. <laughs> All right. Uh, group F with uh, Man City with 12 points is into the knockout round for sure. Uh, Shakhtar Duntusk is at nine points. Napoli. Napoli, who is actually leading uh, Serie A, they're yeah, at three points, and they're probably not going to make the second round. Uh, the knockaround and Feyenoord. Good though they can focus. They can focus on beating Juve. Yeah, that, that'd Italy. be great. I'd, I'd that'd, be, that. that'd be awesome. Yep. Yeah. Uh, group G: Bastikas is on ten points. Porto's on six points. Uh, Red Bull or Russian <laughs> Leipzig <laughs> is on four points. Uh, that Monaco's was fucking on Monaco. Fucking Monaco's on two points. The hell, Monaco? Monaco's Come on, man. Weird, Monaco's a weird team. Yeah. Anything in, in completely. Bonkers ter like terms. Uh, group H Spurs Tottenham Hotspurs beat Real Madrid three to nothing today. They're on ten points. They're in the knockout round already. Well, uh, they beat Real Madrid at Wembley three to nothing. Well, Madrid has looked like some smoldering garbage their last couple of games in the uh, league and uh, they're not cup, great. So. But here's here's the bright side: is that Dortmund. Also looking not great. God, they started off so they, hot in the league, and they then they drew, just cooled right off. Yeah, they drew both of their uh, games with Apoel. That team from Cyprus, the team that nobody knows from Cyprus, right? One to one. The team so, that we had to look up how so to yeah. pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. So they they are they're sitting at two points. Apoel uh, from Cyprus is also sitting at two points. Um, Thanks, Obama Yang. Yeah. So that that was a thing. Yeah. That was a thing. Group H is group H is hella fun, man. Yeah. Yep. All right, man. All right. So picks or it didn't happen. Uh, let's go through these. These are the one-off round. Now we only got to pick the uh, play-in round because not knowing who would win those, we didn't then get to pick exactly. The next yeah. Round, we, so. we weren't gonna try and pr prognosticate. <laughs> yeah. And which is good because we were not because we would good. not have done well. We were yeah. not very good at that either. So, uh, so Vancouver Whitecaps beat San Jose Earthquakes five nothing. We both picked that not at that ridiculous of a of a number. Uh, you Martin had Houston Dynamo winning uh, against Sporting Kansas City one nothing. Um, and then we both lost on these ones. The Red Bulls beating the Fire four nothing, and the Columbus Crew. Beating Atlanta on penalties. Good for crew. Yeah. So how's that? <laughs> That's good. That was uh, a quick rundown. So so you went one and three. 
Yeah, which is just dirty, piss poor pre predicting. I went two and two. Compared, very respectable. compared to your two and two. Two and two, very respectable. Yeah. Well, let's talk about what's coming up then. So we've got um, the next leg of this round of the playoffs. Let's talk about what's going to come. Seattle Sounders versus Vancouver Whitecaps. Who do you got? I got Seattle Sounders winning uh, one to nothing. One to nothing. I've got two to one. So right. Seattle at home. Clint Dempsey's going to come back. And Vancouver relies too much on the stars aligning for them to have that kind of great game. So uh, Toronto FC uh, is going to host in the second leg New York Red Bulls. Whom do you got? I got uh, Toronto FC winning two to nothing. So That's it's going to be a very easy game for them. Yep, exactly what I have. Uh, Red Bulls need the performance on the road. Still not going to get it. Uh, NYCFC against the Columbus Crew. Right. Big mountain to climb for New York. I have NYCFC winning 2-1, to one, but the Columbus Crew winning that uh, game overall. Yep, I, I actually have New York winning as well, 2-1. to one, Same score, but Columbus has got the advantage. Um, New York should come out on the front foot and play really aggressively because they need those goals. That will make this a fun game, so check it out. Uh, last one, the other game I told you you need to check out. Portland is going to host Houston in the second leg. Who do you got? I got uh, Portland Timbers winning one to nothing. We fucking like, had all the same picks this week. Uh, I've got Portland winning as well. If you notice, I've got all the home teams winning this week. Um, two to one against Houston. Uh, Portland's got a really good offense. Houston's not good on the road, and that's not going to be enough for them. So uh, Seattle, Toronto, New York, and Portland going through here. For me, or I'm sorry, Columbus. No, yeah, Columbus. Columbus you, of the, yeah, you have, Columbus winning, you have New York City yes. winning, but you have but Columbus, Columbus going moving through. through. Yeah. Yep, I misspoke. So yep. that's the only that's the only road team going through. All right, yeah, I, that's the same thing, man. So awesome. cool. Well, let's let's uh, round up fantasy real quick here, and then we'll uh, answer a couple questions. All right, let's do it. Uh, EPL Taga, um, you just don't update your EPL Perfect Eleven, right? Because you have the same. No, I don't. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> Not anymore. I Sorry. finished in second with 112.75 points. Teresa <laughs> uh, Turbuckle, 140.25. Uh, top three overall. I'm still on top with 100 and, or say 1,302.25 points. Uh, Draft League, Martin's on top. He's got he's 801. 801. He beat uh, Joe Nuts VT. Nuts VT. 131 to 447.25. Who's nuts now? Yeah. Fuck, Does VT yeah. mean Vermont? Fuck Martin. I don't know. Is really that Vermont's know. Yeah. Uh, postal code? Let's get into the questions. We got some. <laughs> we got some fucking answers. Uh, okay. So Luke uh, at Born with a Tail asked us on a scale of maced grizzly bear to Montreal meltdown, how mad is Anthony Precord after Columbus actually about Columbus actually making a playoff run? Um. Between Mace Grizzly and Montreal Mace Meltdown. Grizzly Bear to uh, Montreal Meltdown. Yeah, on that spectrum, he is ice cream uh, falling down on my shoes upset. What about you? What's your response? We talked about this a little bit already. We, we kind of thought maybe he'd, he would be a little happier if we just kind of folded here at the end. See, that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm really... Like, I'm very happy for all of my Columbus Crew friends. Yeah, certainly. Um, that they're making a run. But I'm also like, fuck Anthony Precourt. It's like, why are you paying for tickets to support, to support this, this dude, motherfucker yeah. he puts who's him in trying a tough to situation. fuck your fucking team and it's fucking asshole? Well, let's, so, uh, let's not get down on anal intercourse here. I mean, that's there's nothing well, wrong with uh, that. Well, no, no, no. I, I'm huge fan. Huge fan, yeah. Big fan. Yeah. Super big fan. I subscribe fan. to the quarterly review. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the biggest fan oh, of that. You. So, Good. Uh, you didn't answer the question, though. On, scale, on that scale, where do they fall? I think I said ice cream on the shoes. Yeah, that's that's actually not on the scale. Yeah, no shit. It was a dumb scale. I invented a new point on the continuum. I'm going to go uh, a maced. So I'm trying to figure out if like Montreal Meltdown is like the worst part of the scale or the maced grizzly bear is like the worst part well, of the Well, the scale. reason you're trying to figure that out is because you're thinking way too hard about it. No, no, no. But no, but seriously, though, like. Which is worse? Is that like what how, we're doing Like now? how furious is he that they are doing well right now? Like, I think that's. That is probably where I'm. This, this is this is where I'm going with this with, with this question. Okay. Right. So, I would say that he is in a 
See, I think Montreal Meltdown would be like, he would be like... Taking out the knees of those around him? Taking out the knees of those around him. Really upset. But, like, understands that that's probably what was going to happen anyways. So I think, like, the Mace Grizzly Bears, like, the... The lower end of the scale. It sounds like you're maybe suggesting that it's Mace Grizzly Bear, but he's kind of resigned to it. Like like the so Mace Grizzly Bear knew I'm, he had I'm it gonna, coming. I'm just gonna I'm gonna say uh, a blinded. Po- he's on the blinded polar bear. <laughs> blinded polar bear, Luke. Blinded polar bear. That is my, that is that is my answer. That's a blinded, good blinded polar bear. That was, that was a better answer. All right. Uh, let's question number two. Uh, Brian Hanf. We'll figure out how to, how to pronounce that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Brian Hamp hey asked, Brian. why didn't I bid on the guest spot on your podcast? Well, why, di- why didn't he bid on the guest spot? Comma, because then I would have my wife mad at me. And that's not really a question, Brian. Uh, the reason you didn't uh, bid on is because you knew right out of the box you could not afford what it would take to win the competitive race to be on this podcast. Uh, the, we were the, the second highest. Of the, three? You mean the middle? Three. Yeah, we were the middle. We, we were, you know, secretly, the, there was the, actually and, a, and the, some private... And, and the best one was actually, like, a lot higher than ours. <laughs> the, uh, it's, there was some private concern that if we, if we all put some auction, you know, a, a spot on our podcast for auction, it would become a de facto popularity contest, and we, had, we got the silver medal. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. All right. Uh, Philip Freeberg, my uh, father-in-law, asks... Any chance heading will be banned? I'm guessing I'm going to put in, in parentheses as, in soccer as as a concussion risk. <laughs> in what other context? Like heading just like at the DMV? I don't know. Well, heading is not legally like outlined in the DMV bylaws, but uh, will it be banned at, let's say, t- I, I think he's assuming top flight soccer too. I don't, I don't think he's talking about youth where um, there, uh, at some youth levels it is banned and, and um, at others it's not, but it's more contagious. But at top flight soccer, will it ever be banned? I don't think so, not, not in my lifetime. I mean, it, it certainly can be a, a, an issue, but I think other issues in terms of concussions are bigger issues in soccer than heading the ball and uh, – so no. Okay, cool. Do you have any input, or are you just watching nope. me with a smart ass look on your face? Nope. Philip is a great man. <laughs> I don't think I don't think heading is going to be banned, but that's an interesting yeah, question, though. Yeah. I mean, th- th- it's it's an actual question. Like, should it be? I don't probably think so not. Right now, no. But I mean, I know that like certain uh, soccer associations don't allow it before a certain level. So like. Right, well, the exactly. USSF doesn't allow it before like eleven years old, like under eleven, can't head. So I mean, <laughs> not to bring a full circle, but um, but Natalie headed a ball the other day. Oh yeah, did she? I was trying to pass it to her. I was trying to pass it to her, and I just hit her in the face, <laughs> <laughs> and she fell down. I felt so bad. I didn't mean to do that, but I just basically kicked a ball right off of her face, and she fell down. All right. Uh, that's your dumb, what, stupid kids. Why don't you, yeah, I know. Right? Why don't right, you tell us uh, tell them where well, they can find us? Yeah, can we wrap it up now? Um, so you can find all of our stuff, obviously, on davesandnail.com. I write a bunch of shit. Martin occasionally, occasionally writes stuff there now. I've dropped off. Um, but we'll be doing some uh, revamping of the website uh, over the course of the off season, the yep. MLS off season. So we're gonna get some more shit out there for you. So check us out, davesandnail.com. Hey, can you rate and like our stuff on whatever podcast app you listen to this shit at? Like Stitcher, thousand uh, dollars per iTunes. Rating, so. well, you know, I do anyways. Acast, whatever you do, uh, follow us at TDIKMN. That's where we post all the stuff. Uh, you can email us uh, questions if you have questions, specifically at the Dave's I know MN at gmail You can follow, always follow me at uh, Texas Zeller at Texas Zeller. Martin at offensive underscore loons. And that's pretty much it. Come join us. Come join us in a couple weeks for our our fun extravaganza. It's going to be awesome. Thank you for listening. We're the Daves You Know. This has been the Daves I Know. Land here become fecund. Yeah, uh, we, we do yeah. our thing, son. Through the act, we 
we attract two, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing. Do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son. Y'all know what it is. 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 Y